Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Welcome aboard. We're excited to be back tonight. First time this year with Evangelist Hank Groover. Brother, Happy New Year and welcome back, my friend. Hey, thank you. Same to you. It's wonderful to hear your voice again and and be with you all. Sure is. Everybody, welcome. Invite a friend. And uh, Brother Hank, would you like to open us up in prayer tonight? Yeah, thank you. Heavenly Father, we just come before you this evening and we we're grateful for everything you're doing, and we're so grateful for the things you're going to do in not only our lives, but in your kingdom, advancing your kingdom. So, Lord, we just we commit this time to you, and we, we ask that the words will be spoken from your heart, not from our own mind or thoughts, but, Lord, it will come from your heart, and it will penetrate the, the listeners, and, Lord, lives will be changed for your glory and challenged to just to go out and and share the love of the Lord Jesus with this broken and hurting world. So, Lord, we ask this, and we claim it, and we give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You know, Hank, as we were just finishing up the last show, my brother had told me last night, my brother Damon, he said there's a new movie yeah. out with um, George Clooney and Julia Roberts and takes place in Bali. He said, you can ah. check it out. So I looked it up, and sure enough, um, the plot is here in Bali, although they shot it during COVID, so they filmed it next door in Austria and some other island, but it supposedly takes place here. And one of the plots are, uh, one of the people get bit by a snake at a temple here called Tanalot, which <laughs> is uh, about 15 minutes up the road. And I just clicked on it. And uh, I believe the Lord was leading me there because I clicked on it and didn't realize till tonight, maybe I'd forgotten it. There are seven Balinese temples here uh, that go around the coast. 
and they worship different marine spirits. Um, and they're strategically located, I guess, to you know give power to these uh, marine demons. And, yeah, uh, that's for sure. And I thought, man, you know what? I think we need to get Hank to come down here and, pray, and prayer walk Bali before it gets destroyed. <laughs> Hallelujah. To my I, knowledge. Um, yeah. To my knowledge, your dad never made it to Bali, did he? Yeah, correct. Not to my knowledge either. I'm, I'm fairly certain he did not. I was trying to get him here. Um, and I said, Brother Henry, you got to come over to this part of the world. I know you've been to Korea and Okinawa and Japan, places like that. But I said, you haven't been to Bali, have you? And, and at that time, he said no. And I was thinking, I don't think anybody's ever prayer walked this island like the Groovers can do it. And so um, <laughs> I know you have said you wanted to come down here. Well, things are opening up a little bit. And um, be in prayer. Yeah. See what God says. Maybe that was a reminder tonight that uh, Bali could be spared if it was prayer walked. If not, brother, I think God will judge and put this island right into the ocean like yeah. Atlantis. There is so much uh, bondage here on the island. Um, you mm. can't go usually a city block without one or more altars. Usually they're temples, whole temples to demons. They're everywhere, brother. Yeah. I was, one more yeah, comment, I, then I'm going to flip it to you. I was just going down the road the other day. No. And um, I was on a scooter taxi, and I looked, and I saw a big Balinese Hindu procession, people dressed up in their... Mm. Uh, the ritual garments that they wear for ceremonies and the driver said cremation and I looked and I got mm. a view into this temple grounds they had like the one of the side entrances open and they were getting ready to cremate someone that's how they bury the Hindu down here they have a ritual and they they put them in a box up on this big stand and the community comes out and they light them on fire man just like oh, India. wow this is like a little India, if you will. Um, mm. Not as bad as India as a nation, because that whole nation's involved in, you know, idolatry. But there's some wicked things going on, and you know, if I remember history correctly, God always destroys wicked places uh, yeah. unless they repent. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I like to amen. see people repent. Otherwise, probably the big Mount Agung here, which is an active volcano, will probably wipe this island out. I am. Mm. I just have a, a sinking suspicion. But God, maybe it could be spared if you come over and prayer walkers. So I just want to plant that seed with you tonight. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brother. Yeah, that's been on my heart to to actually be with you and and walk and pray different areas of that that movie you're talking about. Um, I think it's called Tickets to Paradise or something that's along it. that nature and my wife and i actually saw that movie so i'm familiar with the the scene of the snake bite in in that area and yeah i remember watching it and just just saddened by that culture and that you know just they're lost and they're blinded they're so blinded by by the enemy and what he's doing it's so sad to see i'm looking so at the sad calendar to see. and actually good grief about a month from now the whole island is going to be shut down for 24 hours. You can't go out in the street. It's called the um, Nippy Day, where they believe a demon flies over the island. And if it doesn't see anybody on the streets, it thinks nobody's home, and it goes away for the next year, then passes by. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. It's like a demonic Passover, except instead of being... Yeah, exactly. 
Cover in the blood of Jesus. That's exactly gotta, what I'm thinking. You gotta hide in your house. You better come to your house with the blood of Jesus. And, <laughs> That's right. And keep that stinking demon out. Well, oh, at any rate, it's so sad. I'm gonna send you some information for your files because I think this um, could be strategic information for you on these seven temples. Now, I don't know the first thing about prayer walking, and um, other than what we've learned on these programs, I've never done it. But I'm so excited yeah. to meet a prayer walker yourself and before you your father and um, folks we're live tonight Hank Groover brother you got as much time as you want tonight um, and the microphone is yours take it away yeah I appreciate that I, I've had this nagging headache that's kind of turned into a migraine and a couple thoughts were oh, maybe I should text brother Shannon and, and tell him you know we're, we're going to hold off tonight but um that's I, I remember my dad always talking about the anointing and how the you know the anointing breaks the yoke. And when he was suffering with cancer um, that had metastasized and gone through his body, that the only time he wouldn't experience pain was either when he was asleep, but that was pretty rare, or when he was preaching. So he had to be preaching, and the anointing would come down, and he wouldn't experience any pain. And and so I'm I'm reminded of that. And I know when the anointing comes down, the, it breaks that yoke, and you know you don't even notice the the migraine that's been, <laughs> you know, attacking me persistently. And and so I, I thank the Lord for that, brother. Um, the the shows you've done with my dad, you've sent me four of them, and I think there was eleven or twelve. Seven more to come. That he had done. Yes, sir. Seven more to come, and and I'm I'm extremely excited about that. They're they're just. Oh, so many amazing nuggets in these these teachings, and the first one was four hours long, brother. Oh yeah, <laughs> four hours. <laughs> I mean, it just and he could have gone another four hours. You know, it just it, so much knowledge and wisdom, and and it, it's. It's really challenged my heart, and it's, you know, the other thing it's doing, it's, man, just, I miss my dad and my mom so much now. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, I, I, am, I am not worthy to, to continue this ministry on. I'm willing, but I'm not worthy, and uh, just, wow, Lord, there's so much. You did so much in their lives, and I love that he was, you know, he, he was a witness. He, he said many times, you know, I'm not a preacher. I'm, I'm just a eyewitness of what God is doing and wants to do. Man, that's so much better. <laughs> I just want to be an eyewitness, an eyewitness of what God wants to do, and 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 be a part of that 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 witnessing what God's doing. You know, so many believers they're not seeing what God is doing. They're not even hearing it, and if they hear it, they, they can't believe it because they're not witnessing it themselves. So they're doubting, and and it's just sad that we're coming into a, you know, these times that are so wicked, and they're just growing ever wicked. And, you know, the Lord's not, First Peter, I think it is, um, 2 Peter 3, 9, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, 
but that all should come to repentance. And that's the only reason I can think that he hasn't returned yet. (laughs) That's it. Because the church isn't ready first off, and there's too many people perishing. There's too many souls that are perishing. And, And if we're not going after them, Oh, Lord, help us. Um, listening to those podcasts or those those, those shows, um, I'm reminded, you know, I've heard a lot of the testimonies. Some of them are new, but I'm reminded of when my dad was walking and praying. I, I don't remember where he was at in Europe. Um, Holy Spirit asked him, do you believe I'm interceding for you? And my dad says, you know, just has this conversation with the Holy Spirit. I love how he, you know, he's a friend of God. He's a friend of God. And how do we talk to our friends? We just communicate with them, right? We don't, we don't beat around the bush. We just talk to them. And, and that's, that's what we all need. Just communicating with God, communing with him, talking with him, asking him questions. Lord, I don't understand this. I need your help. I need, I need clarity. And, um, you know, the, the Holy Spirit will lead us in all truth. And it's such an important part of our daily walk to commune with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was sent because Jesus had to leave. He says, if I don't leave, I can't send the Comforter. And the comfort of the Holy Spirit is everywhere. It can be everywhere where Jesus could just be in one area. But the Holy Spirit can be everywhere with every single believer and so the Holy Spirit's asking, you know, do you believe I'm interceding for you? And he asked him that once, and my dad says, yeah, I believe you're interceding for us. You know, it's in your word. And the Holy Spirit asks him again, do you believe I'm interceding for you? And my dad gets a little grieved. He's like, Lord, you know, you know, I, I believe that. That's what your word says. And um, that's found in... Um, lives to ever make so intercession sorry I'm looking up the the verse intercession um so he asks him a third time do you believe i'm making intercession for you and my dad just gets kind of grieved like peter did after jesus rose from the dead and he asks Peter, do you love me? Yes, I love you. Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Yes, I love you. Tend to my flock. Peter, do you love me? Ask him three times, and Peter's grieved, it says, the third time. Lord, you know. He says, feed my sheep again, I believe. And um, so the Holy Spirit's asking my dad, do you believe I'm making intercession for you? And my dad says, yes. I, I believe it. It's in your word. It's, I believe it's Romans eight thirty four. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died, yes, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. So he, he makes intercession for us. And, and so he asked my dad that the third time, and my dad says, yes, Lord, you know, you know that I believe this. And the Holy Spirit says, if I'm making intercession for you, who is praying for the sinner? And... Just like, wow. It's not God's job to make intercession for the sinner. He is making intercessions for the saints. 
He's seated at the right hand of God, making intercession for the, the saints, the believers. But it's our responsibility to intercede and pray for the lost. And you know my dad's heart was for the lost. It's that was that was everything about him. He had a true love for, for the sinner soul, a true love for that. And I don't know many pastors, preachers, believers that have grasped that true love for the sinner soul. I don't have it myself. I don't, I don't fully grasp that. I, I'm not, you know, desiring that any should go to hell, but I, I don't have that intercession that I am praying and, and, and believing or praying for for all these these people in my life that don't know the Lord Jesus, you know, friends and family. And it's just a challenge that it's our job, church. It's our job to pray and intercede for the lost, to remit their sins, to pray for them, to not retain that sin. We we all see and experience sin on a daily basis. And a lot of it's when you have close family nearby, a lot of it comes from your family, your friends that, that aren't believers. And we can take that sin and we can, we can retain it and we can allow it to affect us or we can remit it. We can send it back to the Father. We can, we can give it to Him. Lord, I can't hold this. I can't handle this. But I know you can and I don't want it to affect me. I don't want it to, to come into my life and cause not only me to sin, but cause damage and, and, and offenses in my life and my family's life. So, um, yeah, it, it just listening to those podcasts, those, oh, they're, they're just, they're timeless. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they are timeless. These things are I think the first one was recorded in 2008 or 2011. Do you recall? Um, it would. I think it was 2011. Yes. 11. Yeah. So over 10 years ago now, 12 years ago, and um, the the wealth of knowledge. It's timeless. It's not like it, it's you know it's come and gone. It doesn't apply to this generation or or you know the new group of millennials or whatever you want to call these, you know, kids that are, that I don't understand fully that I irritate the heck out of me at times, but the the information, it applies to everyone this day and age. And it's just, it's so refreshing to, to hear it and, and, and just, man, hear the wisdom involved and, and what God showed my dad and, and, and taught him. And it all came from, I mean, all that came from him walking with God. That's it. Walking with God, spending time with God. But when you walk with God, you will, you will be a witness of the things he wants to do. You can't be a witness when you're, you know, you're stuck in your house. You can't be a witness of what's happening outside those doors. You can be a witness in your house, but what's it happening in there? Are the lost coming in? Are you, are you preaching to them? Or are you, you know, stuck just watching TV or on social media or um, even listening to all the Christian 
um, teachings that you can find. But if you're just stuck in your house, <laughs> what is that going to profit you? What, what, is, what, what advantage is that going to have? You have to go out and you have to put it to practice, right? You have to be a doer of the word of God, not only a hearer. And so many of us are just hearers only of God's word. And, and it's so sad because God wants to, he wants us to do exploits, right? It's not only for these huge generals of the faith. It's for the least of these, he says. You know, if you're first, you're going to be last. If you're last, you're going to be first. God's not a respecter of persons. He he desires that we all have testimonies, that we all have exploits, because it grows his kingdom. It grows his kingdom, and, and he's not willing that any should perish. Any should perish. I mean, you think about all the the prophetic people in the past, you know, let's just say the past— Let's say since Y2K, okay, how many persons have prophesied that, you know, the end is, it's here. We will will not live to see past, you know, Y2K, 2000. Okay, we've adjusted. We're not going to live to past um, 2005 and then, you know, 10. And, you know, how many prophecies have have come about? Now, not many people set dates, which is good. But, you know, I've got a friend in the faith that he had this, this vision and he saw, saw this image in a, in a fire and, and he was convinced this was, I think, 2018 ish. And he was convinced it's, it's over. The end is over. God spoke to me. We're not going to live to see, you know, another two years. That was 2018. It's going on five years. And he was so convinced that this is it. It's done. The end is here. And what that does to a lot of people, it it just kind of paralyzes them. And I don't think it it puts their focus outward, but it puts their focus inward. And and we tend to kind of enter survival mode. And so we want to save ourselves and our family. And that's not God's heart. That is not his heart. It's, it's the lost. It's, it's those that don't know him. Um, I I often think about um, Genesis and, and Abraham and and Sodom and Gomorrah and Abraham, you know, I I believe God's talking to his angels and said, should I not um, share this with my friend Abraham? And, so he goes to Abraham and I'd like to kind of look up the, the verse here. Uh, lift up his eyes. Sodom and Gomorrah. But then Sodom and wicked. Mm-hmm. Genesis 14-ish, 13-ish. But, you know, God's talking to Abraham and or Abraham's talking to God and he says, will you destroy the righteous with the wicked. Will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? My dad, he knew Dimitri Duterman fairly well. Are you familiar with Dimitri Duterman? Oh, yes, sir. Brother? Oh, I'm low. Okay. Here's stories about Dimitri. Tell me more. Yes. So, you know, he, 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 um, my dad and Dimitri Duterman were the first 
two speakers on the Prophecy Club. So my dad got to know Dimitri fairly well. And Dimitri Duderman was, was, you know, suffered tremendously for his faith in Romania. And um, he was beaten, he was persecuted, he was imprisoned. And he, he suffered tremendously for the gospel. And he got out of prison and somehow he got to America. I don't know the full testimony, but um, in America, he, um, God used him in a mighty way. But coming from his background, he was very, you know, just, just staunch about God's judgment. And he, he made the statement that um, God's judgment has is is coming it cannot be reversed america will burn i believe was the the prophecy and my dad went to his house i think it was in riverside california and um he, he said he's brought there by a cia agent i didn't even know that part of it and i don't know <laughs> what um how that all unfolded but um goes to dimitri duderman's house and and they begin talking and and um, Dimitri says, no, no, America will burn. It, the, the judgment has been set, and it cannot be reversed. And my dad said, no, I don't agree with that. And he said, well, show me, you know, show me in the Bible where. And so my dad begins just talking about different Bible verses. And, and um, I think Psalms 119, verse 1, and um, where righteousness and, and truth will, will meet together or um, just different Bible verses, and, and Dimitri says, no, 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 it will burn, it will burn. And, and my dad begins to say, no, America has sown good things. They've sown righteousness. They've sown um, peace. They've sown love, you know, with missionaries and with giving financially. We have sown it. We will reap what we sow. And if God, you know, if there is someone repenting if if we can repent god will turn from his judgment he will do it if we can repent if we repent if we turn from our wicked ways you know second chronicles um you know if my people who are called by my name will repent and turn from their wicked ways i will come and i will heal their land and and so he's just arguing with or debating with with dimitri about this and, and he's so no 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 it, it is set it is happening and my dad just left the meeting saddened because he, he knows what we've sown. He, my dad traveled to so many different nations and, and saw, you know, how those people treated Christians and, and, and what they're sowing, you know, into their, their people and their lives. And he knows what America was founded on. And, and, and God is, is faithful. Now, have we strayed from that? We have. There's no, no question. Judgment going to hit America? It's going to hit America. I don't know when. I don't know if it'll be in our lifetime, brother. I don't know when. But God is not willing that any should perish. But all should come to repentance. The, the thing with judgment is it usually brings people to repentance. So... If that's what it's going to take to turn America back to him, Lord, send your judgment. Send your righteous judgment. But, you know, I, I think there's been a lot of situations or occurrences in our history, 9-11 probably being the most recent, where, you know, that was, that was not of God, of course. <laughs> Those terrorist attacks were not of God by any means. 
but it turned and it, it it turned our nation back to God. We were united as one. Unfortunately, it didn't last, but it did shift the focus, and people were you know running to the churches and flocks and and just getting right with God. So you don't want to see that, but it's all throughout the Old Testament that this is what God does. When people turn, when his people turn from him, he so, you know, they will reap what they sow. They will, they will go into captivity. And from that captivity, there, there's a cry to get right with God. And, and so Lord knows, but yeah, it's just one of those things that God he loves us so much. He's already given his life for us. And now it's it's our time. It's our time as believers to to continue to preach the gospel and share the love of Jesus with those that don't know him. We can't do that. We cannot be effective evangelists. We cannot be effective in God's kingdom if we're not taking in the right things. And the Lord's been showing me this message for most of my Christian walk. And, and it, it comes down to what goes in must come out. So I, I compare it to Newton's law of gravity. I think it is what goes up must come down. So what goes in your spiritual being must come out. So if you are, if you are taking in the word of God, it's going to come out, right? It's going to come out. It's going to overflow. But if you're not taking in the Word of God, what you're taking in will come out. When I was a, a young teenager, I think I was 13 years old, maybe, maybe not even a teenager yet, and we had this um, BB gun. I don't know where we got it because our parents did not let us have those kind of things. I think my brother got it from a friend. And it was a rifle pump action type BB gun, right? So you pump it to, to shoot it, and the more you pump it, the more powerful the BB will come out. So I am, you know, like I said, 12 years old, maybe 13. <laughs> and I'm playing with this little BB gun. We'd always shoot it against the wall, put targets on the wall, and shoot the wall, and punch a little holes in the drywall. <laughs> My poor dad would, <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, nothing. Try and hide it from him, and and so one one afternoon, I don't know if it was a Saturday or whatnot. I take that pump action rifle and I pump it once, Shannon, <laughs> and I put it the end of the barrel on my finger, oh, my left and in, index finger. <laughs> I fire it into the bottom of my finger. <laughs> wow, Shannon, I. That hurt so bad. I bruised the bone. I couldn't move my finger. And I had this bump at the bottom of my finger. But, get this, there was no hole in my finger. Okay? So I thought it just bounced off the bone so hard and bruised my bone and, and, and caused a lot of pain. So... Many years later, my, my finger heals, um, but many years later, I'm working with these powerful magnets, and they're, 
they're not big magnets, but I'm working with these powerful magnets. And all of a sudden, my finger gravitates towards one of these magnets. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, the BB is in my finger. I did not know the BB was in my finger until probably 10 years later. 10 wow. years later. So I use this analogy as there's sin that enters our life that we don't know that it's in our life. There's sin that comes in and it penetrates and it sears us so quickly and violently that we don't even know what's in there. Now I, I have a little parlor trick, you know, like a bar trick. I have these little magnets that are like dime size and I'll pick them up with my finger without grabbing them. <laughs> It'll stick to my <laughs> finger because I got a BB in there and now I feel the BB also. I, I can kind of play with it. But like I said, when I, when I shot my finger, that stupid little kid, <laughs> I didn't know it went in my skin. It, it came out so hot that it just seared the opening right after it went in. That's the only thing I can figure. <laughs> so we have the same problem. The, the enemy, the roaring lion, the, 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 the one that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. His, his tactics are, are not – they're very smart. He, he, he's very tricky. And he comes into our lives and he brings sin into our life. And, and there's times when we don't even know it. My dad used to always caution us when we were out walking and praying. He's like, you need to repent of the sin in your life. And you need to repent of the known sin and the unknown sin. All of us have unknown sin in our life if we're not repenting of it daily. And there's sin that, we, that comes into our life through our five senses. So there's, you know, there's blatant sin that people commit and there, there's, you know, there's Christians that, that have sin in their life that they know they're committing and they're, they're dealing with it. Hopefully they're, they're repenting of it and, and trying to get set free of it. But there's sin that, that we see, that we might um, hear, that we might um, touch, but seeing and hearing, there might be a a fair amount of sin that we see in here that we don't even know is entering into our spiritual man. And that's why it's so important to, to exercise our senses and to repent, Lord, forgive me, wash me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness, create in me a clean heart. Lord, any unknown sin in my life, please forgive me of it. If it's sin that's a reoccurring and i'm and i'm so blinded to it lord open my eyes to it forgive me wash me cleanse me set me free i want to be a vessel for you if we don't have our lives clean if we're not free from sin we can't be used by god we don't have the 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 words we don't have the the godly um we don't have the word of god in us and that's why it's so important. What comes in will come out. What comes into your life, it will come out. When I was, you know, in my teenage years, I was obsessed with um, rap music, um, a rapper called Tupac Shakur. And I just, everything about this guy, I was consumed with. You know, I knew his 
date of birth, I knew his his death. You know, he was shot in Las Vegas. Um, I can still tell you, September seventh, nineteen ninety five. He survived for seven days. He died on the thirteenth or six days, seven days, something like that. Died on the thirteenth of September. He was shot up on the Las Vegas Strip. You know, there's lyrics to his songs that I still I've renounced them. I've 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 um, cast this off. I've I've repented of it. But there's still lyrics that are inside me that they have not left, even though I've renounced it. I've I've repented of it because it, it consumed me. I woke up in the middle of the night one night, and this is what kind of scared me. I woke up out of a sound sleep rapping one of his songs. Like, what was that? And I'm just a you know a teenage kid and you know, I'm raised in a godly family. <laughs> I know that there's spiritual wickedness out there i know this stuff will affect me but it was something that i was taking in and it was it was all that i took in and it consumed me now as believers i I pray that we've repented of that i pray that we've renounced those things but there's still the the things in our lives that we take in daily and if we're taking in more of that than we're taking in the word of god we won't be able to be used by him. We won't be able to be witnesses for his glory. We won't be doing exploits. We have to take in the word of God. It's the, it's the, the truth. And when, if you want God to speak to you, if you want to know his voice, you've got to know his word. You have to know his word. You have to be in his word constantly. You have to be in his word daily. This is not something that the, the verse of the day pops up on your phone and wow, praise God, you know, you got in the Word of God. It has to be so much more than that. When I was first um, gave my heart to the Lord Jesus, it was September 12th, 1999, and um, I responded to an altar call, went down there, and and it was just, the tears were, were flowing, I was weeping. It was it was time. And I had told, told God that, Look, I'm going to experience the pleasures of sin for a season. But when I come to you, it'll be all or nothing. I will not go back and forth. It'll be all or nothing. So I'm going to experience these, these pleasures of sin. I'm going to get it out of the way, and it's all or nothing. I don't want to be that, that Christian that comes to you at an early age and then falls away because I'm not strong enough or, or I want to experience, you know, the pleasures of sin. So I partied, I, I um, graduated high school at midterm, me and a friend moved to, to Des Moines, Iowa, and he was a, a page for the house of representatives. We got our first apartment. I got a job and we partied every single night. It was, it, it, you know, the word of God is very clear. The pleasures of sin will last for a season. It's only for a season. And that season, I remember, you know, going to bed drunk out of my mind and, and, and repenting. God, forgive me. I don't want, I, I know I'm sinning. I, I Forgive me. Please don't, you know, let me enter into eternity without, you know, with this sin in my life. And, and that, that's um, partying lasts for about five months. And, um, the session was over. My friend was going to college. I moved back to the um, 
Woodbine area council bluffs, Iowa and got a job. And my dad was instrumental in getting me a job with, um, a friend he knew. And so I got this job at Omaha door and window and I got it late August of 99. And by September 12th, like I said, I, I, I went to a church for the first time on my own without, you know, my parents taking me or, or desiring that I go went first time on my own. I thank God that they had an altar call and I responded to it. And in that day it was, okay, God, here I am. It's all or nothing. And so that's going on 99, 24 years ago, 24 years this September. And that that's, I've made up my mind. You know, I, I made up my mind. I will follow Jesus. There's no turning back. There's no turning back. No matter what happens in this life, there's no turning back. We will face these horrible trials, these, these horrible things that just, that just are difficult. They're, they're, they're life-changing and altering. We, we just had a, a family in a couple towns over that lost their 14-year-old daughter, just dropped dead, just dropped dead out of nowhere. And my heart breaks for them. It breaks for them. And I put myself in their shoes. What if my kids, I know I've got a five-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 15-year-old. What if that's happened to one of my my children? How am I going to respond to God? How am I going to respond to him? Am I going to get angry at him? Am I going to, you know, be just belligerent? Or am I going to say, the blessed be the name the Lord gives and the Lord takes away? Blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't know how I'll respond, but I do know it's all or nothing. There's no turning back. There's no time to turn back. Life is too short. We have to use our time that God has given us on this earth to do work for his kingdom. We must. This is our responsibility. Over the last few months, it's been a, a difficult battle for me. Um, praise God that the business has been blessed. I'm almost out of the business side of things. Um, we've been phasing out of our construction business. All the debt is being paid off. I mean, we're talking half a million dollars is, is, is being paid off. We, <laughs> I had a salesman that worked for me a number of years ago. And um, he, he didn't, he, he came in one day and, and things were getting a little tense between us. And he came in and he gave me an ultimatum. He's like, I want this amount of money per job and um, these other, other things that involve money or else I'm, I'm walking. And the first thought that popped in my mind was, well, I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> um, and this is before I was closing down the business. But I'm like, no, I don't negotiate with this. Um, I guess don't let the door hit you in the rear while you, before you leave. I don't know. But no, I'm not meeting your demands, and they're, they're outlandish as it is. <laughs> and so he left the company, and he started his own company. And it was, it was kind of tense, you know, because he, he tried 
poaching all my my guys my my own brother-in-law and and then the subcontractors that we used and any employees i had he would come after and i got you know promised them the world and it's like oh boy well you know it's your decision if you want to go work with him but just know that it's it may not be kind of the picture he's painting okay <laughs> so uh you know a year goes by and and i'm i'm getting bitter towards him and because he's he's just like coming after after me and and my family and and my friends and and it just it got so intense at times and and it it started to affect me you know spiritually for sure but just even physically it make me sick and and just that stress would would eat you up you know you'd lose sleep and, and it's starting to consume you and and it was finally okay lord I, i've got to i've got to give this to you i can't carry this i don't want this first off i've got to remit this cuz i i've been retaining it too long and it's going to destroy me so god please take this i i don't i can't do this anymore and and you know he, he's he's attacking me personally he's attacking my business and and you know spreading rumors and things like that so i finally came to the point where god i give this to you i don't want anything to do with it i forgive him and i, I just i pray for him lord i pray that that he'll, he'll he'll know you in a real way and so that like changed so much it, it was just amazing and um about a year ago, he ran into a friend of mine at the courthouse, and and the friend came up to me. He's like, you know, don't you hate it when when somebody comes up to you and they're talking to you like they're your best friend, but you don't know their name? <laughs> and he starts explaining this this situation that this man came up to him and, and started talking to him like he's his best friend, and and he knew who it was, but he didn't know his name. I'm like, yeah, that that's this this gentleman, right? He's like, yeah, that's his name. Man, he's just going off. He's, he's got these million dollar jobs and he's, he's just doing amazing and this and that. And, and asked me if I wanted to do any work for him. And I told him, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Don't worry about it. But so he has this conversation with this guy out of the blue a year ago. And then I just get word, um, a couple days ago that he filed bankruptcy and he's closing his business down. And I'm just, Lord, Wow. That, that's so sad that he's sticking it to the creditors and things like that. And, and I'm, I'm just grateful that what God has done in our life in this business, like I said, you know, we had a ton of debt, ton, hundreds of thousands of dollars in business debt. But I, I made the decision. I, I, I told God, look, I will, I will enter ministry. I will, I will pick up where the ministry has left off with my dad's passing. But I won't file bankruptcy to enter the ministry. I won't use ministry funds to pay off business debt. So that's that's my fleece. That's my ultimatum. I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't want to say take it or leave it, but this is, this is, this is it for me. I, you have to do something in this area. And um, over the last three years, God has just taken the debt and wiped it out wiped it out we didn't use ministry funds for it we didn't file any bankruptcy we've we've been paying off every creditor we're down to you know just a, a minimal amount of 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 debt and 
um, we're down to a few jobs to, to finish up and then it's, it's time to, to enter the ministry. But at the same time, I've been, um, at home, haven't been traveling and I've been, it's been very difficult, very difficult to find out where this, where is God leading us? What does the ministry look like? Does it, is it the same as what my dad had? And, and I don't believe it's to be the same as what my dad had, but I, I feel strongly about continuing on this, this, this ministry that they started some 50 years ago. I feel a responsibility to, to continue the message of remitting sins and prayer walking. I feel that. And, and it's not a, a burden. It's, it's, it's a joy, but it's, it's just such a strong desire to, to continue it. And, and we're, we're at a crossroads right now. We're, you know, my wife and I are at a crossroads and, and, we're, we're seeking God. What does this look like? What does this look like? Because if, if it's supposed to look like what the last few months have been, I don't think I can handle that, Lord. I don't think I can handle being home and doing local ministry, I guess. And the enemy attacks me for that reasoning Um, why can't ministry in your own hometown? Why can't that be enough for you? And I don't know the answer yet. I just know that there's a calling. There's a, a strong desire to go and go to the nations and continue what was started so many decades ago. Um, so we, we would really appreciate prayers and, and just wisdom that God will show us and, and, and bring my wife and I into complete agreement in, in what God is doing. Um, Cause there's brother, been times where I've just thought, Lord, go ahead. You know, brother Hank, I think it's in your bloodline, your DNA, and you can't deny it that you are to pray. <laughs> Amen. I mean, it's in your Amen. blood. Um, it was in my blood. My grandparents had a missionary calling. Mm. My grandmother wanted to go to India uh, or the Philippines, uh, India, but then the Philippines came up and she didn't want to go to Philippines and then God opened the door in 1980 and my grandparents who were pastor in a church in Atlanta, Georgia were asked by the Church of God um, if they wanted to go to Trinidad and Tobago and become the general overseer. And um, she had had this vision to work in the mission fields for years. And, of course, they'd been in and out of old Mexico, Haiti, places like that. But never lived. And God opened the door, and they took it. And they went to Trinidad and Tobago, and she so enjoyed it. She was taking some thyroid medicine, though. And um, she had reaction every time she went out in that uh, sunlight and they were only able to stay two years and came back, but it was in the blood. Mm, My mom had that, but she went to India for a while, and um, and then I don't know. 
it just the drive began to surface and some 20 years ago I took my first trip and when I uh, went to Tijuana Mexico I just became enchanted with uh, life mm. overseas and God has mm. blessed me to be able to live in many countries but uh, it's in your DNA and blood and now in terms of ministry calling you can't deny it uh, God's not yeah. done and you know I, I often wondered uh, what would be next on the um, the list for brother Hank Groover uh, for brother Henry Groover did mm. your dad ever share um, where he yet still wanted to go I know he walked many places and he was really concentrating heavily on you know Japan Okinawa Korea and so forth right he went back and forth Japan a lot right. of times but there's yes. so much of the world that hasn't been prayer walked um, yes. did, did he ever mm -hmm. confide with you where he wanted to go next he didn't um, his calling was Japan and okay. um, that was that was where he spent the last really 25 years of his life um, and, and I think about that often also and I, I, I rejoice in that you know my dad never really went to Central America but oh. God's opened the door in Central America oh, um, yeah. wow so and then Pakistan my dad never really traveled to Pakistan and um, and we're we're working with a brother there and, and close to starting an orphanage getting it started up we're we're filing the paperwork we already have the house purchased and um, we're yeah we're in the works of starting an orphanage in Pakistan it's exciting um, and then working with another brother in Bangladesh and then um, just different parts of Asia, Bali for one. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I can see why I, this this place is just demonic. Um, you would have yeah, to, of course, pray and the, and the see. the churches. Go ahead. You would have to, of course, pray and see if this is something God would have you to do, but it just occurred to me when you said Central America, too. You know, you've been, you've been to Guatemala now several times, um, major witchcraft going on down there that you've experienced and you've reported on. Yeah. Did you know that Honduras they have discovered a civilization back in the jungle? They call it the Lost City of the Monkey God, and it's a vast, uh, a vast, really unexplored city. Yeah. People have went out there, and the last group got into about. I don't know, 100 feet in the city and had to turn back. They have these uh, vipers out there and they have these um, type of mosquitoes. They bite you, they eat your face off. No. Oh. And they all got infected by it and had to go to the hospital, not to toward you. But this is right up the alley of a real prayer walker. These were just National Geographic yeah. explorers. And yeah, I, exactly. I'm reminded of some of the stories you did told, you know, going and liberating that island in Okinawa that had the two step at her. Yes, <laughs> Habu. All those places. The Habu, uh, yes, uh, amen. It'd be different for a prayer walker like yourself being sent in there. Um, I mean, this whole area out there, the, the city the monkey got in Honduras, in the jungle canopy, is all cursed. Yeah, And it's pretty exactly. much laid there like it was abandoned. And I think about Central America. Costa Rica's got to have a lot of curses on it. I live there. Yeah. Um. Central America big time and Asia as you mentioned uh, there's so many parts of the world that need to be prayer walked 
in my mind, undoubtedly, uh, you're to pick up the torch and keep running with it. Um, continue yeah, this and work. The church needs equipping. The church needs that equipping. One person can't do it. <laughs> Brother. It's so important. I've been to the church for 50, uh, 51 years. My whole life, from age two, I remember. Yeah. Nobody taught about deliverance, and I never heard the first thing about prayer walking until I came across yeah. Henry Groover. <laughs> and you know what? Remitting of sins. Learn so much. Mm-hmm. So much more for, that I want to learn. And um, it was just oh. a blessing to have him on even one time a year. He was so busy. I, I mean, know. <laughs> one time we did an interview, he was in a car. Another time it was in the hotel <laughs> after he had come back from all day ministry. And it was like a Christmas presents to get him on. <laughs> and you know, almost every mission your dad went on could, could make a movie. They're so exciting, yes. these adventures. You know, going into Exploits. Mexico as people are coming out into cartel land, going up on that mafia, uh, I mean, cartel hacienda, and they unleashed the Dobermans on them. <laughs> yes. You know, um, surviving a terrorist bombing. Got hit yes. behind a, a column, you know. Um, winning militant Muslims to Jesus who mm-hmm. were ready to stab them on an international flight. <laughs> yes. What about the terrorist in the elevator? I mean, all mm. the t- people holding knives up to his throat. I mean, this is the most... F- they yeah. could make a whole mini-series on the prayer walker. <laughs> you know, winning the number one Good. witch in England to Jesus before he died. Yes. By the way, if you listen to some of these other episodes, I asked your dad about that. He said he had a script, potentially... Someone wanted to take to Hollywood about that very experience winning that warlock to Jesus in England. Yes. I don't know if y'all ever uncovered um, Say that again? I don't know if you ever uncovered that, but he also said he had a prayer walker diary. Yeah. At some point, he may have wanted to release it. And uh, some other things I I remember. I heard that also. Him saying he had some box with little pieces of paper on there of different sermons, topics. And he said, one of the sons went in there one again. He said, no, you can't have that. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I was pastoring the <laughs> little uh, church. and <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, brother, you've got such a, um, a rich, godly heritage. Of course you're to pick up the torch and, and go with it. God's open, he'll, open the right, he'll open the right door at the right timing. Uh, it may be 2023. Yeah. He's fixing a lot, you, and you'll you'll spend more time abroad than you do at home. Um, I have to think I, that I, God's not done. I mean, as you mentioned, He's long suffering, not desiring any to perish. I also remember, though, the dreams your dad had, the visions rather of um, Russian subs attacking with something yeah. that looked like we got hit with an EMP burst. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting that yeah. China's flying that high-altitude air balloon yeah. shot down the other day? Yes. Some have speculated yeah. uh, just one of those alone could do a high-altitude burst to knock out part of the power grid. We know a nuke could. And yeah. here we are poking a stick in the eye of the bear, Russia, and they've got hypersonic missiles in subs that can be out there in international shipping lanes and hit us in about two minutes. 
and we would have yeah. that prop, you know, that dream vision fulfilled of what your dad saw Russia attacking. I mean, yeah. I know it's not God's desire, but what happens if we if we don't relent? We can continue in our sins. He will judge a nation, and I think. He will. Uh, you know, we're at a critical time. Either something breaks quick and there's a national repentance, or I believe God's going to begin to pour out these judgments on America, and, you know, it'll humble it. And through that, maybe that will bring the repentance. But uh, I don't think we're about to get off scot-free. It looks like we're we're doing everything wrong that could be done in, in terms of government. And yeah. uh, we're in some serious trouble. But, you know, on the other hand, we don't do anything then it's definitely going to happen better to try and maybe um maybe the judgment is delayed a bit more you know it was delayed in Nineveh right but ultimately it did happen they got some extra time though yeah amen that's right I said all that to say this to encourage you and I know you already know this you know you you have already told the Lord you're ready to go all in and God's going to do it um and uh, you've got a special mission that uh, not everybody could pick up and, and do. Um, and you got the training for it. You went on missions with your dead. And uh, there's so mu- so many in the body of Christ, that, including myself, we, we don't know hardly anything about it. Because nobody yeah. talks about it. Uh, oh, I wanted to mention this to you, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. give it back to you. Um, <clears throat> you remember the interpreter your dad had in Japan that worked with him for years? Yeah, so in on the mainland Akira. Yes. Um, on the island of okay Akira. Akira, I believe that's his name. And mm-hmm. what, what was the other guy's name? Just out of curiosity. Um, Nima, Pastor Nima was on in Okinawa. Um, Tatsuya Bon was on the mainland also, but the real early years. But Akira was the last fourteen years. That's the man of his. Yeah, I told Akira him is very time, precious, brother. He helped me get an interview with your dad one time when he was with him in the hotel. Yes. And the yes. um, reason I brought up his name, if you haven't been introduced to him already, I want to introduce you to a friend named Joseph Jasinski. Mm-hmm. He is um, he is a pastor up in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. God told him to, oh, okay. to create a traveling school of deliverance. And his goal wow. runs parallel to the the goal of you and your dead, which is to prayer walk the land. He wants to take schools of deliverance across the world, and he has been sidelined like most people have because of COVID for you know several years. Couldn't travel. Yeah. Now God's opening the door, and he's raring to go, and um, he has on his heart to go back to Japan. He went over there mm. kind of like on a um, spying out the land mission. And... Um, if ever a deliverance need to break out in Japan, it's in Japan. And of course, I know you probably got more work to do in Japan. And I was just thinking, maybe God at some point would work it out. Y'all could do some type yeah, of joint God. meeting over there and use Akira as your interpreter. Because, um, Amen. boy, J- Japan needs help, like all these Asian countries do. My goodness. Yes, amen. And, um, yeah, the the contacts in Japan are there's so many and um, we're we're working on a schedule to to go there in April oh wow so um, absolutely it's yeah it's finally opened back up and my heart 
has been there ever since um, going with my dad in the early 2000s, but especially after my dad passed. Um, I, I shared this before, but we had tickets booked. I had plane tickets booked for April of 2020, and I was going to spend almost the whole month of April there. And that's when COVID broke out and couldn't go. So, yeah, we are in three years since that. And Lord willing, um, I've been working on the schedule with with a couple contacts over there, Akira being one of them. But oh, we're trying great. to get to Okinawa and then um, do some ministry on the mainland also. That's quite amazing. You know, I haven't been to Japan so, yet. And I haven't been to Okinawa since I was a child. I lived there. My dad was stationed there during NAM. Of course, I was only about two. Amazing. So I don't remember anything at all. But, um, <laughs> you know, God yeah. told us personally to get our paperwork in order over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just. Has got, Bali opened up to unvaccinated or? Officially, no. But okay. the, the thing is that uh, a friend of mine here says he knows many Americans are coming here and they're not asking for anything. And I, I've come oh, to the conclusion. That Bali pretty much snubs their, snubs their nose at the national rules, and that's good. Uh, so, um, just depends on how they feel. And after almost three years of no, you know, to, no tourism, almost killed the island. Yes. To exactly. hell with the rules, and so they're just letting people come through. Now, my wife took our first trip in three years and just flew in country to another island. We wow. didn't know what was going to happen, but she said, "I want to go over there and get my parents and bring them back. We haven't seen them in three years." This is a month ago. She said there was no mask requirement, no nothing. Thank you, Lord. Easiest thing in country, flights are easy. And then my friend Jay tells me multiple people coming right in, and they're not asking for anything. Um, So that's good news. Not to mention I'm holding on to a word God said he's going to open up so you can go back and forth. So he just said get my paperwork in order, so we're working on we had to get Mama Narita's passport renewed. I've got to go Monday, yeah. actually, and get citizenship for my daughter and uh, renew my son's passport. And then I'm looking to make a trip somewhere. Um, I haven't been anywhere in three years. We've yes. been on lockdown, wow. like Gilligan's Island. But, you know, we know also <laughs> that the enemy wants to put us back in lockdown. Yeah. According to the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. You know, they want to get people back in that vicious cycle of having to take the you-know-what and try to lock everybody yeah. down. So they can go to hell with their demons, as far as I'm concerned. Amen. And if God is for us, he can keep these doors open. You know, yeah, that's right. the, other, the other thing, we can't be controlled by fear. Mm, absolutely. If God opens absolutely. the door, we, we go through it. And uh, so I'm just saying, God, I'm believing you that you're opening doors. And uh, I think you and everyone should operate with that attitude. Uh, why sit here till we die, in other words? Look at yes. what they've, yes. they've held people back from doing for three years. Enough of that. I say this is the time I to go. remember that. Over to you. Yes, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, brother. Um, I'm, I've just heard that I, I didn't realize America wasn't allowing people in unless they were vaccinated. <laughs> like, come on. Up at the Canadian Lord. border. I think until recently, I think it's finally lifted. Yeah. Of course, Chinese well, can't come in. in America, uh-huh. if, you're, if you're 
not a citizen and you're coming here to visit, you have to be vaccinated. But they're talking about finally lifting it in May after they end the COVID um, kick, uh, whatever it is they're talking about. The um, That's so crazy. Either way. But yeah, exactly. It's just ridiculous. So I think once that ends, all the other countries will follow suit. Um, and it should be open again. But like you said, <laughs> they gained a lot of control from this. And you think they're not going to try it again? <laughs> I, I would be utterly shocked if they don't try something similar to this again. But I don't believe people are going to just lay down and, and die per se. There, no way. You know, oh. so many people are, are ready to, no, we're going to fight this. You know, You're not going to take our... Came to mind. Uh, why don't you pray about also prayer walking Switzerland and go right around the World Economic Forum up in Davos? I think mm. that those strongholds need to be pulled down of Klaus Schwab over there. Yeah. Brother, hit him right over there at ground zero of the New World Order globalist. <laughs> See if the Lord bears witness on that. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that, that's... I I know, you know, I, I, I don't know where the Lord is, is, is quite leading yet, but, you know, my brother Peter asked me a while back, you know, or his wife asked him, is, is Hank's calling Guatemala? And... He shared that with me, and I'm like, I, I love Guatemala, I love the people, but I don't feel a calling to one particular nation right now. And it, it's just wherever the Holy Spirit is leading, and and will I continue to work in Guatemala? Yeah. Absolutely, but it's not my sole focus. It's it's going and and equipping the churches and, and trying to to help them to get their feet on the ground and start battling and, and taking this land back, taking these these principalities and these powers back for the kingdom of God. And so everywhere, everywhere there's a need. Um, where the Lord opens the doors, I don't know quite yet, but I feel a strong call to Asia and, and certain parts of the Middle East and um, yes. around the U.S., and so yeah, it's yes. I ha- it had an invitation to Singapore. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's a great so place. I was curious how far how oh. far is Singapore from Bali. Uh, t- two to three hours by airplane. I've been there one time. It's a oh wow. Uh, it's a beautiful okay. place. Um, you look at a thing called AirAsia.com. I was on there just mm-hmm. the other day. I'm trying to get my family over here, who I haven't seen since we moved here, and they may be wow. actually poised to hop on a plane and do it oh um, praise god and i told them i said let's look on air asia and on air asia it's like a spirit air back in america mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a uh inexpensive airline and it's got a massive network it goes from indonesia singapore malaysia japan india they go all over this grid over here once you get over here in this gateway of asia they go everywhere. And typically, they're about 150 to 200 hours one way. They're super cheap. They're very reliable. Wow. And um, here in Bali, I went to Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, next door 15 times, and I went to Singapore one time. Easy flight. Mm. 
two to three hours. Um, I was only in Singapore for two days, but um, that's a wow. That's an amazing place over there, uh, as well as uh, Kuala Lumpur next door, and all these places need to be prayer walked. Yeah. So I mean, you could come Amen. over to this part of the world, and then you could hit each of these countries. If you're going to do Japan, you might as well book a little extra time and then hit these other places. It's just a <laughs> it's just a six hour flight from Japan. Six hour also to um, or less to Singapore. You know, you could also go to Hong Kong. Boy, that'd be a place to prayer walk, especially now that the yeah. communists got it. Uh, Thailand, all these places over here, filled with idolatry. And um, there we are. I, if, if it, God's put Asia on your heart, there's a lot of work for you over here. Yeah, there is, brother. I just looked it up online, and Singapore to Bali, two-hour, ten-minute flight, one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's super cheap for this one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I remember you telling me that um, a few months back that it's. You know, you just book a, a ticket there, but like traveling in Asia is cheap when you do it. You know, just find the ticket while you're in country. Oh yeah, because otherwise it was. My dad was always booking to Okinawa, then he was going to Korea, and then to Taiwan or something like that, and doing all the booking from America. Oh, it's just it's so expensive and time consuming. So, so you can do it on the fly, and uh, yes. Uh, they really need you over here, so that's exciting, my brother. What God's got on the uh, on the uh, chalkboard for you? It, it is exciting, and um, the, the thing I have to do is is guard my heart and and my family. Um, you know, young family, and I can't afford to to be away from them like my dad was. Obviously, um, there's just two critical of ages, um, so we really really need prayer and and just a covering and confirmation and agreement with you know the the amount of trips that i am to take the the length of the trips and things like that because it's just i know what it's like not having a you know my dad at home and he's he's everywhere but home and it's not easy it's not easy at all it it definitely affected my brothers and and my sisters a little bit more than myself because I was so young when he started traveling it was all I knew but my older brothers it was like dad was there and then he was gone and they you know the enemy came in and abandonment issues and all sorts of different things that um, they a lot of them struggle with to this day so I I, I have to be sensitive to that and I, I want to be sensitive to that but I, I'm also, you know, sensitive to the, to the leading of the Holy Spirit, and, and so I'm, I'm torn between the two, <laughs> you know, and would, so I, I, I know there's a balance, and that's what it, we need to pray for the balance and what that time frame is. For months at a time, you don't have to do that unless God told you to. You could take short yes. trips, two weeks. I mean, if you're going to be deployed three or four months, that's like a short tour in the military. That's hard. Yes, absolutely. I, I have. I don't think that's what we need to do right now. Not to mention, our, you is, know, in our is lives. there time to expend intensive amounts of time and energy in just one location anyway? 
it may be like you go in there and hit different points on the map again you know one to two week trips hit this yeah. place go to the next location you know go back and forth home whatever you need to do but um you can do a lot i mean look you did walk jerusalem i think in one day it was it was a few days but you yes. know <laughs> I'm, you know you cover a lot of ground yeah exactly yeah exactly you know i know god yes, will amen confirm it all for you but um you know, it's 2023. We're doing things a little different now. Uh, TV used to, you'd have to be in a studio. Now they're bringing in people. We just taped two TV programs for the Word Network uh, earlier today, this morning. Did it on StreamYard. Wow. I'm in Bali. One guy's in Jacksonville. The other's in, in Delaware. And you can take that and you can put it up on the, the network. I mean, you can travel faster and do things faster wow. now than ever before. And I think that's, that's right. because of the return of the Lord is coming soon. Yes. <laughs> like you said tonight, there is no time to turn back for any of us. Amen. Amen. I was seeking the Lord in my own life. I said, God, I want to start an herbal business this year. I need to pay off some debt, hmm. too. I said, that'll be the route, I'm thinking. And I was shocked. Wow. I got a word. God says, you're not to start any vitamin business this year. Hmm. And I was I was scratching my head. I don't understand, but that would have helped me to uh, accelerate some things and do pay off some debt. And uh, whether God knows there's about to be an economic crash, as some are talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, bell ends where the bank takes your money to pay off their own debt. Not a bailout, but a bell end. They just like they did mm-hmm. in Cyprus and Argentina. They seize your money. I saw an mm-hmm. alert just this week on that. Moving to a, a digital currency, all very yeah. possible, or maybe it was yes. just going to be a distraction for me and divert me from something else God wanted me to do. You know, in all things, mm-hmm. seek the Lord, acknowledge Him, and He will direct our path. So, what I thought was the right path wasn't, and He shut me down on that. So, I'm not to be doing any vitamin formulation this year. <laughs> and I'm like, well, hey man, I'm God. I'm I'm going to have to. I'm I'm having faith that You're going to provide another way. At any rate. Um, I, I just kind of sensed in my spirit, though, I don't have time to do that. I don't think any of us mm-hmm. have time to do maybe some of the things that we thought. Because if unless it's kingdom work or, you know, providing for your family, of course, we've got to do that. I know that. Uh, some of these things uh, aren't going to win souls for Jesus. That's right. It could take us completely off track and be nothing but serve as a distraction or a diversion. I don't know. I'm just trying to get an answer, but he just said, don't do it. So all I know is he knows best, so we do what the Lord tells us to do, and we'll be all right. But I do know uh, if God has opened a door and told you to do something, he'll also provide for it. He won't ask any of us to do something that we're not capable of carrying out. Hallelujah. And I... I remind myself of that even this week. I'm on the phone with my brother earlier today, about 2.30 in the morning, my time before I got to bed, and we were encouraging ourselves in the Lord, saying, you know what? We don't, not, we don't have it figured out. But God knows what, what time it is, and he knows what's right around the corner, and he knows the agenda of the New World Order, and it has his own plan, God does. He wants to win souls and, and accomplish certain things. Amen. So we just got to line up with his will. Get over to him because it's too big for me to figure out. 
<laughs> yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> yes, brother. Lord, if you want us on uh, TV, you're going to have to foot the bill. I don't have the money. And my brother who is sponsoring us for, uh, we got a new time period. It's every Thursday, 1 p.m. on the Word Network starting the end of this month. Really? That's about a $2,000 half hour per week. Wow. Not costing me anything. But wow. it is costing my brother because he already has five wow. days a week. He gave me the Thursday. He said, I'm going to partner with you in ministry. Wow. And then he shared some challenges he's also going through. If his company doesn't survive, then Omega Man doesn't do TV for very long. So I've mm. asked people to pray for my brother Damon Davis. And I said to yes. my brother last night, I said, at the same time, if God's using you and he wants us on TV, if he didn't help you, then I'm not on TV. So I'm going to believe the Lord is going to help you because he wants us to do the TV program. Yeah, praise God. So we walk by faith and not by sight. Now we're stepping out in faith that this is the plan of the Lord for us to do this program that we've launched. I, I recorded two broadcasts earlier today, two tapings for the TV mm -hmm. program. And um, I'm stepping out in faith. God, I believe this is what you told me to do. Hallelujah. No vitamin supplements this year. Concentrate on this TV program. If I'm wrong, yeah. well, we'll soon see. It won't last very long. But by the same token... Uh, God can also bring in the finances for each and every one of us and whatever he's called us to do. You and your ministry, Omega That's Man, right. those out there, whatever God has called you to do in your ministry and you're in the same place as we are tonight talking about these things, God, what do you want us to do? What is your timing? It's going to take resources to do that or this. We know God ha has all the money. The gold, the silver, and the yeah. cattle on a thousand hills are his. That's right. He, God is not having any financial issues right now. I may be upside down no. on some of my debt and maybe some others out there, but God can certainly fix that as you're testifying today. Yes. And um, God, is, God is good. And I, I put it like this with the Lord. God, either you provide or it's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't have I the was. money for TV or to do this or that. You do. If it's your will, then you're going to have to pay it. I can't write the check Amen. on something I don't have, but I can have faith for it that you're going to come through. And if you don't, then I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Hallelujah. I mean, what else can we do, Brother Hank? Either God moves or it's not That's going to happen. Right. If we could do it ourselves, then we wouldn't need God. Yes, and, and so many times we've done that. <laughs> I've done that so many times in business world and, you know, just just making things happen. and And that makes it difficult when you are living by faith because you just revert back to what you've done and what you know and um so yeah stepping out in faith it's a big step but to follow the peace of god you know i i really love that you said you know you felt the holy spirit telling you no you're not supposed to start that business and you know that that's that's hearing the voice of God. We have to be sensitive to God's voice. We can't be going back and forth like, oh, maybe, maybe he's th saying this, maybe he's not, or maybe that's my flesh. It's no. Is is God telling you this, or is He not telling you this? Well, I wish and I could say that to. I heard Him in my own spirit. 
I actually yes. was confused that day when I had a couple weird things happen to me, which I don't need to go back into again, other than to say I saw some very strange things happen. It concerned me so much. I said, God, you're speaking to me here. I need to get some, bring in some heavy guns. And I happened to call a good friend down in Jacksonville named Dr. Sabrina Sessions. She's a prayer warrior, and I explained the situation. I said, I'm trying to get some guidance here. God's trying to talk to me. Am I to move forward on this new entrepreneurial effort? And she spoke in tongues, powerful uh, tongues, and then the Lord gave her the interpretation. And the word of the Lord was, mm-hmm. you are not to start that business this year. That's all he said. Wow. So mm. I received it through a prophetic gift from a sister in the Lord. Amen. Operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And interpreted too. And so yes. I said, Lord, I don't have the, all that. You didn't give me the answers. If he wants to, he can. He just said, don't do it. And I mm-hmm. uh, bared record in my spirit. And then about a day later, I got a confirmation that it would have been a mistake had I launched it uh, last week. And now he said, don't do it wow. in 2023. So he was speaking. I was not able to hear him clearly. And I needed some prayer and some help. And I got some backup. And uh, there we are. We do need to get our directions from the Lord. And if we can't hear him clearly, then uh, that's probably a signal to me I need to fast too. Yeah. In the multitude of counselors, there's safety. So, and, yes, I praise God that you were able to reach out to her and and she is in touch with God, you know. It, it just goes back to we have to be ready. We have to be in communion with God. We have to be taking in the things of God, not the things of this world. If we're not, we're going to miss out on those opportunities, those 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 testimonies that God wants to use us in and through. And we cannot, we can't experience those things. We can't go through it if we're not taking in the Word of God, if we're not consuming ourselves with with what he has for us with his word with with prayer and with um fasting and and um it's so easy to get caught up in the things of this world i mean it's so easy my my kids are you know two teenagers so they're in basketball season it's so easy to get caught up in basketball season i mean it's so many things pulling for our time so absolutely it's it's just a must an absolute must we have to be right with god we have to be in communion with god and in right standing with him and and you know people will fall we will fall but we've got to get back up we've got to get back up quickly we got to repent quickly and and just return to the lord he's gracious he's kind he, he's forgiving yes he wants to forgive us he wants to cleanse us and 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 create in us a clean heart so that we can be pure and right before him and and advance his kingdom. Amen. At the end of the day, we in our ways acknowledge him and he'll direct our paths. And it says, you know, lean not yes. unto our own understanding. I'm paraphrasing. Yes. That. But yes, I don't have it figured out. But I decided no. in the last month, I'm not going to stress it over it anymore. I'm ready to get out of Bali. Just speaking to my personal situation for a second. I'm tired of this place, to be honest with you. We've been here. It vexes me. Mm. 
I had a conversation with two local Indonesian pastors yesterday and I confronted them on the fact that in the churches in Indonesia they all pray to the Muslim God Allah oh, Jesus. any Muslim will tell you that Allah has no son the Muslims are right Allah is not the God of the Bible that's a moon God with a crescent moon symbol that Islam mm. worships and the Bible over here got hijacked by a Muslim who was on an Indonesian Bible Society translator team and when they got to the question of how do we translate God, he said, why don't we just call him Allah? We've got so many Muslims. Oh. Now, he has a name. It's Yahovah. Oh. We've got thousands of Hebrew manuscripts that have been coming up in the last 20 years. And you can now see how to spell the name, how to pronounce the name. You've got the Masoretic Hebrew text with the pointers in place. It's undeniable now. Yahovah, mm -hmm. the King James had it right. They just spelled with a J instead of a Y. You know, they say Jehovah. Yeah. Well, it's actually Jehovah. a Y, but okay, uh, it's not a big deal. Um, God understands if it use a Y or a J. But not, you can't <laughs> yeah. call God Lucifer. You can't call him no. Buddha. You don't want to call him by the Muslim God, Allah, who has no son. And I said, if the God you're worshiping has no son, then you're not worshiping the God of the Bible, whose son is the Lord Jesus Ooh. Christ. And Amen. the pastor knows I'm correct. He told me how it happened. I said, so what are you waiting for? You're preaching in the name of Allah. The Bible here has the name of God as Allah. I said, this is confusion. It's confusion. Well, it takes time yeah. to change. We're working on a new translation. What are you waiting for that society to put out another piece of crap? I found oh. him two Indonesian Bibles translated from the King James. But you know what? The organizations that they're in, unless it's approved in the upper chain of command, they're probably not going to change. You know, if you're a satellite mm. church and or if you're the only church here that does it, you know, that takes a brave man to come out and say, you know, you're doing wrong here. We're not going to preach in the name of Allah. We were wrong. Mm. And others don't think it's a big deal or they don't agree with me. They draw a different conclusion. So be it. And I told him, well, then I'm sorry. My family can't come back to your church because I understand you're continuing to preach in the name of Allah and you're teaching Christians to call the name of Allah. The Muslim God. Islam hijacked the Bible over here. If you think you've got a problem in America, the whole nation over here is praying to a moon devil. We're in some serious trouble. And you know what? I can't change it. I'm just one person. Maybe God used me to uh, convict him. Now, he that knoweth do good and doeth not, to him it is sin. But unless he makes a decision to change, which he hasn't, he's going to keep preaching in the name of a moon devil. And, brother, I'm tired of it. I said, God, unless you want me to stay here, and I'll gladly do, I don't feel like I'm having an impact anyway, then uh, I'd like to get the hell out of here and excuse my French. And where that would be, I don't know, because to get my wife back to America, she'll have to take all the shots, and I'm not giving her one shot. So I don't think we're coming oh, back wow. to America. No. Uh, so there's a lot of people in the Valley Decision right now. Yes. And all I know yes. is I said, God, I don't have it figured out, and I'm tired of trying to figure it out. And I said in the last month, Lord, not my will, thy will be done. We can make our request knowns, but at the end of the day, Jesus said, Lord, nevertheless, 
not my will, thy will be done when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yes, amen. And you know what? God has it all worked out. He's just waiting for us to line up with him. So I'm just preaching myself tonight. And I said, I'm going to enter into that rest and I'm just going to give it over to Jesus because I can't do it on, on my own power. If I could, I would have already done it. We'd all have done it. We just got to line up with the Lord's will and I just need to find out what that is. So I just know he said, speak his word fast. And he said, get your paperwork in order. I'm working on those now. Hope to have more done this week. And we'll see what God does. But I know he's not done, Brother Hank. I know if we're going into war on the saints, if we may be getting ready for World War III, it may just be the environment to get in there and do prayer walking at a whole other level. And, um, And maybe the harvest fields will be ripe for a great harvest. Maybe in time of calamity, people are going to be looking for an answer and you can give them the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. Amen. I didn't mean to yes. talk too long. I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Brother no, Hank, how do people reach you in your ministry, and how can they support it? Uh, HenryGruber.com is probably the easiest, and if you want to see pictures and different things of um, what's happening in the ministry and updates, uh, the Facebook page is easiest for that. That's Henry Gruber Ministries um, and we post different pictures of my dad and mom and the ministry over the decades and what we're yeah. doing also locally and so do you yeah still, do you still offer a catalog of some um, tapes and CDs of your dead ministry from past years yeah yeah we have a, a number of digital ones available um we don't get many CD orders, so we haven't been reduplicating those. But uh, we still have his books in print, and, and the reason those I are asked available. Is maybe y'all can pray about and consider making those available for purchase and a digital download? Because as you mentioned, uh, most people are not even using CDs or DVDs anymore. I'm surprised. About yeah, exactly. Like but maybe person could you could set up like a digital download shopping cart. They could download some of those, and maybe you could even turn some of those booklets into a Kindle. Just a suggestion. Yeah, we, we've we've got um, quite a few of my dad's teachings on the website that are digital that can be downloaded really easily, and oh. and the books are in PDF, but they're not great quality. So okay. um, we would like to redo those and get them on Kindle or something of that nature would be great. That'd be great. Um, we're running low on the what we have in stock remaining. Um, for some of the books so at some point I'm going to look into combining my dad's three books into one um, so you can have prayer walking, you have visions and then um, the rebirth of Judah just in one book which would make it easier to oh, yeah. ship and um, yeah so that'd be great. That's, that's definitely things and it'd be nice to get a podcast up and running and oh yeah trying to get these old cassette tapes converted um, things you, like that do you have, it's just time <laughs> do you have a machine to digitize those cassette tapes brother you sent me one I a did. number of years ago but it's not working I can't get it hooked up it it oh. says the the cable is wrong or something and I went on Amazon to try and find it and they're discontinued and oh, the, like oh lord that, that's no problem in fact I just ordered one for myself this week because we have some tapes 
of A.E. Allen we need to convert. Um, okay, I'll get with you offline on that. That's send me a link. Fix. Yeah, okay. just send me a link to that. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. um, we've got so many of those old cassette tapes, and they're just golden. I mean, I'm looking at one that was from December of 1990. And, oh, hey. um, yeah, 1980s. Um, so, yeah, there, you can buy there's so much. The Ion Deck on eBay, I just bought one. They're like 99 bucks, And then you just come plug it into a computer and use uh, Sony SoundForge or one of those programs like Audacity. I'll get with you offline, but that's a no-brainer. You can digitize yeah. those as MP3 and WAV file. And um, GoDaddy.com has online shopping cart that allow you to put digital media in there. So let's say someone okay. comes in there. Once you give a love offering, um, they could download an MP3. It'll send them an email with a file attached. Nice. Yeah. And we might cool. have something like that on the website. Oh, yeah. Um, something similar. But, yeah, it's just I thought I would be able to work on some of those things cool. this winter, but it's not happening yet, so the Lord knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, so much work to do, brother. I, oh, my goodness. There's so much work to do, so much. But, um yeah, I really want to convert the the small micro cassette tapes that he that my dad took overseas with him, and he would um, just record some of the the things that were happening around him. He'd record messages to his to us children, and wow, um, yeah, I've got the Ron Wyatt tapes where he was when he first met Ron Wyatt and was talking with him. Oh um, man, so uh, it's just amazing some of the things um, that we have it's just getting them documented and and put in digital format together because you know I have hundreds of cassette tapes and they're not marked on you know this was this date where I have the dates sure. <laughs> so I got to kind of listen to them and put things together and it's a big puzzle really well, you know what? Puzzle. thank god you got some stuff there that's good because um, yeah. those are treasures I want to thank you for coming on tonight. If someone wants to support your ministry, they'll go to henrygroover.com? Correct. Okay. Yes. Are you on Facebook, too? Yes. Um, Henry Groover Ministries is the Facebook account. And um, just know that if you're ever um, messaged about money or anything like that, it is fake. It is a scam. Um, do not respond to it. They clone the Facebook pages and then they send out these requests or they ask for support and it's it's really sad to see. So um, we do not ever talk to people about money, uh, asking for donations or anything like that. Um, we we want to continue the, the walk of faith that my parents started and lived by and um, – if we have a need, we go into our prayer closet and and let our Father in Heaven know our needs. So that's amazing, brother. Uh, that is the minority of today's ministry, and uh, God always made a way, and He will. That's true faith, right yeah, there. He will. Um, that was that was, it, what was remarkable about your dad. And um, I said, "Wow, there's no shortage of tickets," and He doesn't ask. God is providing. No. Uh, we know he was commissioned by God, as you are, my friend, to continue this work. So what an honor it is to have you here tonight, Brother Hank. The best is yet to come, yes. bro. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I believe it, and 
I'm, I'm ready to be a witness of it. Do you want to close us in prayer tonight, Hank? Thank you for coming on, my friend. Yes. Thank you, brother. Heavenly Father, we, we glorify your name for you are the only one that is worthy. There is no other God above you, and they are all below you. And, and Lord, we just we thank you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. Lord, I, I just lift up my brother Shannon to you right now, Heavenly Father. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will direct him and guide him in all truth. You will show him and his family where they are to be where you want to use them for your glory, Lord. You will give them a, a peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord, to guard and to guide them in all truth. So we just pray that upon him. We thank you for him in this ministry. We ask that you will bless it, Lord, just to bless it abundantly, Lord. May it, may it grow just a hundredfold this year, Lord Jesus, a hundredfold to to new areas and new persons that it's reaching, Lord Jesus, and may the lost come to know you through it. Lord, that's what it's all about. It's about the lost coming to know you. So, Lord, we thank you for Omega Man Radio. We thank you for this ministry, Lord, and we just, we just ask your mighty blessings to be upon Shannon and his family, Lord. I thank you for this time, and we commit it to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Brother Hank, God bless you, my friend. We'll see you again soon. Thank you for coming on. Sound good. Thank you so much. God bless, brother. Bye Folks, now. go to Hank excuse me, henrygroover.com henrygroover.com well, again, we're making some tracks here mom got her passport this week, that's a miracle I called the U.S. consulate got an appointment set up for Monday I've got everything um, pretty much ready to go pull a couple documents together, put them in a folder and Monday we go up to the uh, council consulate at 2 present ourselves and the babies and um, hopefully we got a, a complete packet and they don't ha- ask me to have to go get some more stuff come back that happens sometimes but um, I'm confident we're going to get their paperwork in order all that means is they've got valid passports can travel mine's still good for about 2 years and then I'm going to have to renew mine but you know they're good for 10 years 5 for children and then we're going to see what God does. I don't know what he has planned, to be honest with you. I don't know. And you know what? I'm not going to uh, sweat it. does no good being anxious. Word of God says be anxious for nothing. But in all things, pray. You know, Make your supplications to the Lord. Make your requests known to him. And he has the answers for for me, for you, for us all. Many people in the valley of decision right now. Well, the Lord's got all the right answers. We just need to... He that waiteth on the Lord shall renew his strength. So there we are. Um, Fear not, he says. Be anxious for nothing, as I mentioned. So there we are. Put our faith and trust in God. These are all uh, training experiences for us all. For bigger challenges to come. If we can't trust God now, how are we going to trust Him later? If we need a, uh, a manna drop from heaven because you can't get in the store to buy food. Just saying. So, God, do whatever you need to do on me and on those tuning in tonight, God, to get us ready for what lays ahead and to endure to the end and finish the race 
successfully in Jesus' name. Anyway, I'm just giving over to God. That's it. God will do it. God, if you don't do it, it's not going to happen. There we are. Then God acts because he knows when he acts, it's supernatural and we can't take the credit for it. But also we can encourage ourselves in other words. We can do all things through Christ Jesus which strengthens us. That's all we need to get in the word. There's so many great promises there for you, for me. And then the day, God's in control. And I'm glad it's that way. I don't want to be in control. Do you want to be in control? Because I've made some stupid decisions before. Um, I can't afford to make any more. How about you? And God will never make a stupid decision. All his decisions are correct. All his judgments are correct. The plans and purposes that God has for your life and mine are the best plans that we could ever put together if we could on our own. Some may want to live in the permissive will of God. I hear people talk about that term permissive will. But that's basically just trying to do our own thing and do the do the minimum for God or it's not God's will for, for that but maybe he'll accept this path. Why not just be in the perfect will of God? Why not go all in? As Brother Hank said, he's going all in. We've got to go all in. It's all or nothing. Jesus doesn't want lukewarm people. He doesn't want halfway. And when I say all in, all in on whatever God's desire is for our lives. God's not necessarily saying you quit your job and move to Haiti today. Not unless God tells you, because it would be a disaster. I knew a lady in the 80s. She felt the call to evangelize, but she just jumped out on a whim. Didn't seek God, didn't get the confirmation. Probably didn't have 100% peace about it. She got over there and got to Haiti all right, and it was disastrous. Had to come back to Virginia. Especially in these times. And that was a warning to for myself too. I've made some decisions in the past that were kind of um, impulse. Can't afford to do that anymore. Not anymore. Or we could face some dire consequences. Especially in this time. Clayton Morris and Natalie Morris who have the redacted show. They're two Americans, former news broadcasters. Well, they followed the advice probably of the nomad capitalists and people like that who said, look at Portugal. One of many opportunities for expats. And they got there and just learned that Portugal is sending tanks to Ukraine and that puts them on a target list for Russian nukes. And he was like, I had no idea Portugal even had tanks. He thought he was in a safe place. Now they could be targeted be one of the first targets of Russian nukes if this thing continues to escalate take Portugal right out so much for being in the right place many thought I'm going to New Zealand only to find out New Zealand had some of the most um, 
what's an adjective I'm looking for? Uh, dictatorial regulations of anywhere. That, them and Austria. One COVID case, and they were shut the whole country down. Threats of concentration camps and places like that in Australia, Austria, other locations. And if you thought, well, I'm going to New Zealand. Well, turned out that was ground zero for um, just subjection to the beast system. So much for New Zealand. Australia didn't turn out to be a good place either. They've, they've built concentration camps out there. Last reports near airports for detainees who don't want to take up with the you-know-what. That was the plan. I hope they backed off of those plans. But maybe not. We get into a lot of trouble jumping out ahead of God without getting a confirmation and feeling the peace of God. And that's another thing Hank talking about tonight and Henry always operated by. If he ever lost his peace and a song, if I recall, along his journey, he turned back to where he last had it. And that never led him wrong. I got to remember that. And we all got to remember that. We need to have the peace of God. If we don't, then don't do it. If you don't have peace, there's something not right. Continue to seek the Lord. And at the end of the day, we put it in his hands. I'll say that for the 10th time. God, not my will, thy will be done. God, if you want it to happen, you're going to have to make it happen. I'm praying that this week. God, I thank you for the opportunity for TV. But it's more than just having a willingness to want to do it. It's going to take cash for my brother to pay that bill. He's the one paying for it. And Lord, you're going to have to bless his company, which is in a valley of decision too right now. If you bless him, then he blesses us. We're on the air. Otherwise, I'm not on the air. I don't have $2,000 a week to put on media. Don't have it. And I'm not asking anybody for it. I don't need to do anything that's in vain anyway. If God be for us on this, he'll bring it in. And God, in this case, you have to bless my brother. That he's able to, to pay that bill as it comes in. If not, well, then it was not the will of God. Because I tried to make it in the arm of the flesh. He said, don't do it. You are not the Star and Herbal Company this year. That was the exact word of the Lord. I was shocked by that because I had the shopping cart built. I was ready to pull the trigger, put in a PO for serapeptase, and launch that as my first product. I said, what do I got to lose? Why sit here till I die like the leper said to the leper? Maybe God's in it. He'll bless it. And wasn't God's will. So I said, then you know something I don't know, God. Of course God knows something. I don't know. He knows something you don't know. He knows what lays ahead of us all, even next week. He knows the plans in me before they even have those plans. And that's good because God can keep you and I one step ahead of the enemy. And he can save us from a lot of heartache and trouble, even jail. Even the sword, if he wants to keep us alive. There we are.
But at the end of the day, if we seek to save our life, we're going to lose it. But if we're willing to lose our life for his sake, we'll save it. And again, best policy, Lord, not my will, thy will be done. I'll go wherever you want me to go, say whatever you want me to say, do whatever you want me to do. I prayed that prayer almost 13 years ago, recommitted to the Lord that same position last year. And I mean it and uh, don't know where it's going to end up for me and my family or you and yours. But God does. And if we go according to his plan, it's all going to turn out right. Again, the Lord said, I got you to Bali. You don't think I can take care of the next move, wherever that's at? And I said, Lord, forgive me for my lack of faith, doubt and unbelief. It's just you get impatient. You want to know the answers. Way ahead of time. Sometimes it's a need-to-know basis. And it's that way because of operational security. Maybe if you knew too far ahead and begin to broadcast that, the enemy can begin to try to thwart that. Makes sense. That's reasonable. And then they, God is wanting us to trust in him. Have faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. As one person said, forsaking all, I trust in him. That's a great way to remember that. That's where I want to be. That's where you need to be. Lord, your will be done. That's where Jesus was. Lord, if, if we can get this done without what I'm headed for, so be it. But if not, not my will, but thy will be done. You think Jesus wanted to go to the cross and have to suffer all that he would suffer, the torture, the mockery, the beatings to within one inch of his death, to be crucified. If there was another way, he would have done it. He said, Lord, if there's a father, if there's another way. But he said, nonetheless, not my will, thy will be done. And it was God's will. It was the only way. Without their shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Someone had to die. And Jesus did it. If that doesn't show you the love of the Son and the Father for mankind, what will ever convince someone than the fact that someone was willing to die for you and me? What greater love can a man have for a brother than he would be willing to lay his own life down? Are we willing to lay our life down, our dreams and plans at the feet of Jesus and saying, Lord, nevertheless, not my will, thy will be done. That's my micro sermon tonight. And that's where I want to be and I, uh, I'm trying to hang in there at that level right now. Just give it to Jesus. Like the song says, like we told the sister who called in last night, give it all to Jesus. Give it all to Jesus. It's simple when you think about it. But it's so hard for many of us to let it go. We want to control the situation. We want to be in the driver's seat. Remember those bumper stickers or those things they put on the windows that said, Jesus is my co-pilot? Why can't he be a, hit our pilot and we're his co-pilot? 
be better that way, wouldn't it? Father God, in Jesus' name. Forgive me, forgive us of all, God, of our sins, our doubt and unbelief, not having the faith that we need, being double-minded at times, anxious, fearful, worrying to the point you can't sleep, the insomnia will come in and attack you. We can't just rest. We're having a hard time entering into your rest. But we know we can't remain like that. We're not going to survive if we don't learn to enter into your rest. Help us all, Lord Jesus. We ask God you move in a mighty way for Hank Groover and his family, God. Open up the doors and confirm the routes that they're to take for me and my family, for every person, their family out there, God, we all need your direction. We need open doors. We need resources. Once we step through those open doors, confirm our past, God. Give us peace. Close the doors we do not need to be walking through that are a waste of time or nothing but a distraction or a diversion. And open the right doors, God. And give us the peace to walk through them and continue. Putting our faith and trust in you. Walking by faith and not by sight. In all our ways acknowledging you so that you will direct our paths and make our paths, our crooked paths straight. Bless all that came out tonight, Father, in Jesus' name. Bless Damon and Legacy Group and the Zoe Today program, God. For without them, we're not on the Word Network, God. I know this. And I believe that it is your will for us to go forth. And if I'm correct on that, then you'll do just that, God. You'll bless them that we can be blessed, that we can continue to go out there and do the program and bless others. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. There we are. Folks, I love you all. Uh, thank you for tuning in here. Um, in terms of where I would, I would like to go, um, I don't even know. Other than to say I did want to go to Israel. Still like to go to Israel, but I mean, that's like the toughest location to get to. Talk about needing a supernatural miracle. That's all, God, or you don't get in over there and stay over there. I'm at peace wherever God wants us to be. If he wants us to stay, if he wants us to go to America, wherever he wants us to go. I want to be in the perfect will of the Lord, not the permissive will. Uh, no time to do our own thing anymore. We've got to redeem the time, and we've got to be right on time and right on target, or we can miss the mark. And I'm not I'm not talking about the mark of the beast. We're going to miss that, of course. I'm talking the mark, the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ. Uh, we got to go for the prize, and we want to achieve victory for Jesus. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. That's our our goals. Love you all. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you again tomorrow. I'll get the show that we did up early today with Michael Cummins. That was a powerful one on breaking generational curses. I hope you enjoy it. I want to thank all of you who support this program with any means of support you're able. Telling a friend about the program, reposting a show or a schedule, financial support, prayer support, it all helps and is appreciated. Love you all. Check out our website, omegamanradio.com. I do need to answer some emails. I'm going to work on that today. 
Yesterday was a big day. Whew, I'm glad that's over, but I still got a lot more work to do. Uh, after the fact, we got to put the videos together and get them over to the um, the editor at Legacy Group. Hopefully, we'll have something to show next week. God bless you all. See you next time. Love you. God bless in Jesus' name.